Glad that you're here for the holiday weekend. Uh, most of our church disperses all over the world, and we appreciate that you're here. Uh, many of you are new. Uh, people you're sitting next to may be new as well. Be encouraged. This is a place for you, um, a place where you can come and find family and encouragement while you're away from home. We're going to do something different today. And most of you are new. You've never seen this before. It's going to be new, and that's okay. All right? We go through books of the Bible. We just finished the book of Revelation, and this fall we'll do the book of Song of Solomon, move on to Colossians, Ecclesiastes, book of Luke. We're planned way ahead, right? Going through books. But today we're going to take a break. We just finished Revelation last week. And we're going to take a break, and I'm going to tell you why. About 16, 17 years ago, went through a period of my life where I didn't want to live anymore. And because we have children in here, I'm not going to be too detailed about that. I I think you know what I'm talking about. Things were hard, and I know they were getting really hard inside of me when I started thinking about ways of exiting this earth altogether. It was very difficult, very challenging, very painful. And for those of you who've ever had those kind of thoughts, ever wondered if life is so bad, the best way you, to get out of it is to take your own life, I, I know how that feels. I went to go see this uh, older man who was a counselor at the time, and he ministered love to me. He ministered Jesus to me. And I would encourage you, and it's one of the hardest things to do, like when you're going through seasons like that, it's like you don't want to talk to anybody, you just want to stay in your head. And I mean, even for some of you here have been through those seasons, maybe you're in one right now. And when you're in those seasons, you just don't want to talk to anybody. And that's what you need to do. So I'm talking to this man, he's ministering Jesus to me, and he said, you have a lot of thinking that is messed up. We need to work on some of that thinking. And one of the ways that he encouraged me to work on the thinking was to replace my thoughts with the Word of God. He said, look, just do this five, ten minutes a day. Start memorizing Scripture. I was so desperate. uh, And he was telling me to do some other things too, but I was so desperate. I started memorizing the Word. And since that time, uh, especially the few years after, I memorized hundreds of verses. And it's interesting that I don't tell you that to brag, but I hope I tell you that to show my desperation. Because I think the number of verses that I memorize equals my desperation. And I think that will be in all of our lives. The more we feel desperate, hopefully you'll never have to feel that desperate, but you'll do this intake of the Word of God. So over, year, over the years, I uh, found this uh, method helpful to intake the Word of God, and I started sharing it with you, putting it on paper. But by God's grace, um, I was able to uh, write out some content. We had a guy connected with our church who wrote an app. And you can actually download it on your smart device uh, for free. It's called Hidden Within, the 40-day Scripture Memory Project. This is a system to memorize scripture where you'll spend 40 days in taking the word of God with a devotional. 
And after 40 days, money back guaranteed, you will have memorized 10 verses. It was something that many of you enjoyed, so we added another 40 days. So it's actually 80 days. So for those of you who already went through the 40, there's a new 40 up as well. I want to encourage you, you can go to your app store and download that and go through that. It's really good. All right, so that's what happened there. Seven years ago, I came back off my sabbatical in 2010, and I thought, you know, I want to start memorizing like some bigger chunks of the Scripture. Once again, my desperation intake of the Word, I want them to be equal. So I started memorizing some bigger chunks of Scripture, and I thought, I want to share that with you. And on Sunday morning, I've had to share some recitations with you from uh, 1 John. We did the Sermon on the Mount. We did the book of Malachi. That was a fun one to memorize. We did the book of Romans. And then the staff got all excited, and we did uh, the book of James together as a staff. That was fun. And this morning, we're going to do Revelation 1 through 3, where you hear the words to the seven churches. I have a twofold purpose here in reciting this. I want you to hear the words the way the early church would have heard it. They wouldn't necessarily be reading out of a Bible, so I want you to kind of hear what they have heard, and I want you to be encouraged. The second reason why I do this is I really want to encourage you to memorize Scripture, to take it in yourself. So I'm going to tell you something that I never want to tell you. Today, don't open your Bibles. Don't read them. Just listen. Listen to the way the early church would have heard it as we listen. In fact, of all the times we've done this, there is a specific blessing with listening to this morning. The book of Revelation gives a promise. It says, blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it. So by God's grace, I'll be blessed by speaking it to you, and you'll be blessed by hearing. And in between these recitations, we're going to have music uh, that we have written for the book of Revelation, and we're going to continue with that theme. So we'll do a chapter, music, chapter, music, chapter, and then some more music, and then we'll go into the, the Lord's Supper. So get ready to listen to the Word of God, and let's start with a word of prayer. Let's pray. Lord, I just ask you would speak today in a powerful way to your people through your word 2,000 years later. And if there's anyone here that um, is struggling with ending their life or close to it or there's a lot of struggles, I just ask you to minister to them today as well. Show us all our desperation, Lord, and how we need your word. And we would be encouraged what you wrote to these churches many years ago, and may you speak your words to our church today. In Jesus' name, amen. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. John, 
to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of kings on earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and partner in the tribulation and the kingdom and the patient endurance that are in Jesus, once on the island called Patmos, on account of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day when I heard a loud voice behind me like a trumpet saying, write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me. And on turning, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash around his chest. The hairs of his head were white, like white wool, like snow, His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze refined in a furnace. And his voice was like the roar of many waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars. From his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. And his face was like the sun shining in full strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand on me saying, Fear not. I am the first and the last and the living one. I died. And behold, I am alive forevermore and have the keys of death and Hades. Write therefore the things that you have seen those that are, and those that are to take place after this. As for the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, 
who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and found them to be false. I know that you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake and have not grown weary. But I have this against you. You have abandoned the love that you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the things that you did at first. If not, I will come to you soon and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Yet this you have, you hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. And to the angel of the church in Smyrna, right? The words of the first and the last, who died and came to life. I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich. And the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear what you're about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to put some of you into prison that you may be tested. And for 10 days, you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira, write the words of the one who has a sharp two-edged sword. I know your works. And I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. Yet you hold fast my name and have not denied my faith, even the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed among you where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold to the teaching of Balaam who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel so they might eat food sacrificed to idols and practice sexual immorality. Therefore, repent. If not, I will come to you soon and I will war against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna and I will uh, give him a a white stone with a, a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. And to the angel, the church in Pergamum write, the words of the Son of God who has eyes like a flame of fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your works 
your love and faith and service and patient endurance, and that your latter works exceed the first. But I have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess and is uh, teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual morality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her sexual morality. Behold, I will throw her onto a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her I will throw into great tribulation unless they repent of her works, and I will strike her children dead. And all the churches will know that I am he who searches mind and heart, and I will give to each of you as your works deserve. But to the rest of you in Thyatira, who do not hold this teaching, who have not uh, believed what some call the deep things of Satan, to you I say, hold fast what you have until I come. The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end. To him I will give authority over the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron as when earthen pots are broken in pieces. As I also received authority from my father. And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. And to the angel of the church in Sardis, right? The words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. You've had the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I've not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you do not wake up, I will come to you like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Yet you have still a few names in Sardis, people who have not soiled their garments and they will walk with me in white for they are worthy. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. And I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, the words of the Holy One, the true one, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut who shuts and no one opens. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. 
Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you. Because you've kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. Hold fast what you have. I'm coming soon so that no one may seize your crown. The one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Never shall he go out of it. And I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the temple of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven and my own new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches and to the angel of the church in Laodicea, right? The words of the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you were lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich, I have prospered, and I need nothing. Not realizing that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire and and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches.